Hey guys, just before going to the actual episode, a quick announcement. So this episode is part of a small series that me and Mr. Jack decided to do about Airbnb, which is the most widely used platform by digital nomads to book their accommodation. I hope you find this series useful. Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics Podcast. Here we provide life-optimizing tips and systems for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined once again by the co-host, Mr. Jack. Today, we're going to talk about what to do in your Airbnb check-in process. I will start with a quick summary of the episode. First, we will talk about the check-in process within the broader digital nomad life system. After that, we will talk about the main things you should do just before the check-in. Finally, we will talk about the main things you should do during the check-in. I hope you enjoy the episode. So, hello, Mr. B. Hello, Jack. The topic we're going to talk about today is what to do in your Airbnb check-in process. That is correct. So, I think it's always nice to start with talking about our digital nomad life system, mm-hmm. which is a six-step system that helps aims to explain how someone can go from living a stable life to mm-hmm. living a optimized digital nomad life. So, Mr. B, where do you think this topic uh, locates within our digital nomad life system? So the topic today fits the fourth step of the digital nomad life system, what is called the arriving process. So in this step, we explain what the digital nomads need to do as soon as they arrive in their new base, i.e. the city in which they will be living, in order to make sure that he will have a very smooth and unproblematic stay. For some of these actions we're going to talk about, if you fail to accomplish those, you might have problems down the road in your stay. The Airbnb check-in process is, of course, directly related to this arriving process because it is one of the first things you're going to do when you get to your new base. And just to To make it clear, we are talking about Airbnb here today, but the advice that we give in this podcast episode would probably fit a lot of different platforms that are somehow similar to Airbnb. In other words, platforms that deal with the sharing economy solutions and are review-based. So let's just go into the main topic. Uh, We divide the main topic into two parts. One is before you check in. And the other one is doing your check-in. The first one is before the check-in, and it should be done a couple of days before you arrive at your Airbnb. Here we have four points to do. Mm-hmm. The first one is you ask how to check in. Mm-hmm. So this is before going to the Airbnb property. It is always a good idea to figure out which type of check-in you are dealing with. So there are slightly different ways in which the host will ask you to check in. You have the very traditional approach um, in which the host is going to meet you at the property to give you the keys, but there are some alternative ways that are actually becoming more and more popular. Uh, for example, you might be dealing with a 
self-check-in property in which uh, you're going to get the keys in a key box, for example. Or maybe the host is going to ask you to get the keys with a doorman or even a neighbor. So it's very important for you to figure out exactly how is this check-in process going to uh, occur. And this is very important information, especially because depending on the type of check-in you will be dealing with, you might be more or less flexible regarding your check-in time. So let's think about an example. If a property offers self-check-in, then there seems to be no problem getting at the property at 2 a.m. straight from the airport. On the other hand, if you need to meet the host, it would be probably unreasonable to ask him to meet at 2 a.m. for the check-in. Therefore, perhaps you would need to get another flight or get a hotel for the night if you arrive that late. And sometimes this information to do with the check-in type is available on the Airbnb listing, but many times it is not. Therefore, you're going to need to message the host and ask him directly. I see. So the second point up here is you sort of have to confirm with the host whether the address on the Airbnb is correct or not. Because sometimes the address on the Airbnb listing is wrong because the host might want to protect their actual listing. And you can encounter this problem, especially when trying to import the address from the Airbnb app to Google Maps. That is correct. So it makes sense for you to always double check uh, with the host if the address listed in the Airbnb platform is correct. And the easiest way to check is to simply copy and paste the address provided by Airbnb to the host and just say, is that correct? Is this the, the right address for your property? So the third point is you should ask the host, what's the best way to get from airport to the Airbnb? Yeah, that's correct. You should always ask the host the best way to get from the airport to the Airbnb because usually the advice from locals for this kind of information can be more accurate than the information found online. If the host does not know, for some reason, the best way to get to the property, because let's say instead of messaging the host, you're talking with an Airbnb management agency, then you can probably use the website Rome to Rio. And Rome to Rio basically provides a lot of possible ways to go from a given airport to the city center. And I would say the information in this website can be even more complete than Google Maps itself. I see. So the last point is you can tell a host the estimated time of arrival and ask him or her for a way to communicate. Obviously, this advice only makes sense if you're going to check in with the host by person. Mm -hmm. If you're a self-check-in property, you can just skip this. And uh, you can tell a host the estimated time by calculating based on the landing time of your flights and the, how long you're going to get to the Airbnb. Also, it's important to ask a way to communicate with the host because perhaps you're going to get lost on the way to the Airbnb. And if that happened, you're going to need to say you're going to arrive late, right? Sometimes the Airbnb app is unreliable for communication, I find. Therefore, I would always ask for an alternative messaging app to communicate with the host. This can be WhatsApp, WeChat, KakaoTalk, whatever. It's the, the thing in that specific region of the world. 
And also, just to complement what you just talked about, Mr. Jack, you should always consider that you're going to take around one hour in the airport immigration if you want to be safe. So when you're telling the Airbnb host the estimated time of arrival in the property, consider both you're going to stay around one hour in the airport immigration and also the time it takes from the airport to the Airbnb property. So here we're entering the second part of the episode, things you should do during the check-in. That's correct. So these are the things you should do once you get to the property and you meet the host. Some of this information might already be available in any sort of booklet or guide for the property that the Airbnb host might have provided you. In that case, you can skip such information. Also, we are assuming that the type of check-in you're having is the one you're going to meet the host. However, if the specific Airbnb that you are going has a self-check-in system, then you can more or less follow the same steps, but you're going to need to adapt some of the steps and do over a messaging app. That's correct, Mr. B. So we have eight points here. And the first point we have here is ask the Wi-Fi password and test it. So I think for most of us, especially as digital nomads, good Wi-Fi is a very crucial thing. Therefore, it is essential that whenever you get to the Airbnb, you test it, you test the quality of the Wi-Fi, and more importantly, see if it's working in front of the host. Because if it's not working, then you can ask the host then and there to fix as soon as possible. So the second point is ask how to use the washing or drying machine. Again, it, it might sound a little bit funny, but you would be surprised how different washing and drying machines function around the world. So it's always a good idea to ask the host how to operate those. Maybe you can take out your phone and record him doing it. And afterwards, you know how to do it yourself, especially if the buttons are written in a language you do not understand. That's usually a quite big problem. And the third point is ask how to turn on the hot water. This might be slightly surprising to some people, but in some places around the world, you need to turn the hot water on. So it's not like you constantly have hot water. So it's a good idea, once again, to ask the host if that's necessary in the property you are staying in, and if it is, how you can do it. And the fourth point here is ask about how to turn on the heater or air conditioner. Yeah, so this is a little bit like the two previous points that I just made. Um, you should get to know the specifics of how to operate the heating or the air conditioning systems in the Airbnb. Once again, if the controls are in a foreign language, it might be quite difficult for you to handle. Therefore, ask the host then and there. And the fifth point here is ask about the keys. So usually the host will handle you more than one key. It's a set of keys with more than one. So it makes sense for you to ask uh, where to use each of the keys, uh, which one is used to open the main gate, which one is used to open the house and the letterbox. Moreover, if you are renting with friends this Airbnb property, it makes sense for you to ask for an extra set of keys. And you have one for yourself and one for your friends. And the sixth point is shoot uh, record a video of the place. So whenever I get to a new Airbnb, one of the most crucial things I find that I always do is to shoot a video of the condition of the place, especially 
if I notice that there are certain things in the property that are already broken. The reason why I do that, and I recommend you to do the same, is because by doing so, you can protect yourself in the case the host accuses you of breaking something. Uh, this is very unlikely to happen, so you know, don't be paranoid about it, but uh, it's going to take you two minutes and you have this extra layer of protection. Also, I would be shooting this video in front of the host because by doing so, the host will know that you have such kind of video in case anything happens. Now, the seventh point is to ask for the essential place locations. You should probably ask the location, as Mr. Jack said, of some essential places. And this basically are the kind of places that almost any digital nomad or any person actually would benefit from knowing the location. Think about a supermarket, pharmacy, the public transport hub, things like that. Since the host is a local, he will know these locations. The last point is report any problem you notice with the property to the host. This is absolutely right, Mr. Jack. So when you're checking in, you should always look around the whole property and report to the host any problems you might encounter. And it's very crucial for you to do that during the check-in. And that is because if there is any issue with the property that the host cannot resolve, then the easiest time to get a full refund through Airbnb is within this first 24 hours from when you just check in in the property. And actually, we're going to have a whole podcast episode to talk about this kind of situation, namely when you get to a property and it's not what you expected based on the listing or there is a major problem with it. I see. So, Mr. B, it seems like we are coming to the end of this episode. Do you want to add anything to this? Not really, Jack. So, we just gave this general overview of how to appropriately go through the whole check-in process. So, there are these things that you should do just before the check-in and things to do during the check-in. And as I said in the beginning, I believe that if you do those things, you're going to have a much better stay in your new base because you're going to be laying the right foundations. I see. So if you enjoy this episode, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. And if you want the show notes of this episode, please make sure to go on our website, nomantactics.com. Or alternatively, there is a short link in the description. And if you want to follow us, you can go on all these social medias like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Finally, we have a ebook about how to negotiate your price from Airbnb down 30 to 50% on our website. There's also a short link you should check it out. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Bye.